Head to netsuite.com slash briefing now for their one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Hi, everyone. I'm Jessica Dean, a CNN congressional correspondent in for David Chalian today. This is the CNN Political Briefing. And here's what you need to know in politics for Tuesday, July 18th. Former President Donald Trump's legal troubles keep piling up as he continues to be the frontrunner in the 2024 primary race. Trump is headed to Iowa today after posting on Truth Social that special counsel Jack Smith told the former president he's now a target in the 2020 election probe. Two sources familiar with the matter confirming to CNN that Trump received the letter. And Trump said Smith gave him four days to, quote, report to the grand jury, which almost always means an arrest and indictment. Trump's legal team has yet to formally respond to the invitation to testify before the grand jury, but he's largely expected not to go before the grand jury. A spokesman for the special counsel declined to comment. Now, remember, Trump was sent a target letter earlier this year by Smith in the classified documents case about three weeks before he was indicted and later pleaded not guilty to several criminal charges in that case. So he's not wrong when he says an arrest and indictment could be coming. But we have to be clear here. Trump has not been charged with any crimes, and he's maintained he's done nothing wrong in this case. He took to Truth Social to rattle off his usual defense, calling the probe a, quote, witch hunt, and accused the Justice Department of, quote, election interference and prosecutorial misconduct, without any evidence to support that claim. The letter caught Trump's team off guard. Multiple sources have told CNN the former president's team spent the day reaching out to lawyers and allies, trying to figure out if anyone else received a target letter for this probe. So what do we know about this special counsel probe so far? CNN's been reporting the issues the special counsel is exploring, including the plan to put forward fake pro-Trump electors in 2020 and the outreach, threats, and intimidation by Trump and his allies in battleground states that Joe Biden won. They're also zeroing in on the pressure campaigns on then-Vice President Mike Pence and the Justice Department to take action the chaotic Oval Office meeting between White House lawyers and Trump allies in December of 2020. We also know post-election fundraising is being looked at as well. We know dozens of witnesses have been interviewed by prosecutors or investigators, including Georgia's Republican Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger, Rusty Bowers, a top Republican official in Arizona, and Trump's former attorney Rudy Giuliani, among others. Giuliani's lawyer told CNN that he's not received a target letter. And after speaking to sources close to Trump's team, they have not identified anyone else who's gotten a target letter so far. CNN was the first to report today the former Arizona Governor Doug Ducey, who Trump pressured to overturn the 2020 election in his state, has also been contacted by Smith's team. We also know witnesses have been testifying to a grand jury in Washington, including Mark Meadows, that's of course Trump's former chief of staff, former Trump aides, Republican state officials, Secret Service agents, and more. While on the campaign trail in South Carolina, Florida governor and 2024 GOP presidential rival Ron DeSantis addressed the January 6th probe. Presidential hopeful was asked if he believes Trump's actions were wrong on January 6, 2021. Here's what he said. I think it was shown how he was in the White House and didn't do anything while, while things were going on. Uh, he should have come out more forcefully. Of course that. But to try to criminalize that, that's a, diff- that's a different issue entirely. Nikki Haley, the former South Carolina governor and another Republican contender, also responded to another possible Trump indictment on Fox News. 
it's going to keep on going. I mean, the rest of this primary election is going to be, in reference to Trump, is going to be about lawsuits. It's going to be about legal fees. It's going to be about judges. And it's just going to continue to be a further and further um, distraction. And that's why I am running, is because we need a new generational leader. We can't keep dealing with this drama. Meanwhile, many House Republican leaders were quick to blame the probe on what they called a two-tiered system of justice. We have yet again another example of Joe Biden's weaponized Department of Justice targeting his top political opponent, Donald Trump. Accountability is here and House Republicans are committed to rooting out the corruption inside Joe Biden's federal agencies. That was conference chair Elise Stefanik, who also highlighted the House Oversight Committee's investigations into President Joe Biden and his family's business dealings. But when Majority Leader Steve Scalise was asked why he wouldn't allow Trump to be investigated when GOP leadership is looking into Biden, he insisted the cases were different. They need to remove the politics from this. They need to stop uh, having this perception. And whether it's real or not, we have a committee looking into the weaponization of government. And unfortunately, there's example after example after example of the Biden administration weaponizing government against their political enemies. Let's switch gears now to the indictment Trump's already facing. A key hearing took place in Florida today. Trump has pleaded not guilty to 37 charges related to alleged mishandling of classified documents. Today, Smith's team and lawyers for Donald Trump appeared in front of the judge for the first time who will oversee that case. It typically would have been more of a procedural hearing, partly to do with how classified material should be handled. But we saw clashes today over the timeline of that trial. Both sides want the trial date to be later than this summer, but Trump wants it potentially after the 2024 presidential election, while prosecutors want it sooner and have recommended it be at the end of this year, right ahead of the primaries. CNN's Paula Reed has more from outside the courthouse in Florida. This is a significant hearing because this is the first time that special counsel prosecutors and defense attorneys were appearing before Trump-appointed Judge Eileen Cannon. She is the judge who's going to oversee this case, and we're all watching to see just how receptive she would be uh, to Trump's efforts to try to delay this. And based on what we saw over the last 90 minutes, she's clearly very open to delaying this. She said, look, let's focus on getting some sort of schedule down here. She is focused on the process, on discovery, and really the mechanics. But we left this hour, over hour and a half long hearing without any kind of trial date or even an inclination of when she'll make a decision on what happens next. Trump wasn't actually at the hearing. But his attorneys argued that they'll need a lot of time to sort through the classified documents in the case, while Smith's team argued that sorting through the discovery will not be as complicated as the defendants described. And let's not forget, there are also possible indictments looming in Fulton County, Georgia, in the investigation into Trump and his allies' alleged efforts to overturn the 2020 election results in that state. District Attorney Fonnie Willis indicated that final charging decisions in the case could come as soon as next month. The Georgia Supreme Court dismissed Trump's bid to essentially shut down this criminal probe yesterday. We also know Trump will be participating in a Fox News town hall in Iowa tonight, while CNN's Jake Tapper interviews his chief rival in the primary contest, Governor Ron DeSantis, at 4 p.m. Eastern. I do have to ask about the breaking news today. Uh, Your chief competitor, the frontrunner right now, uh, Donald Trump, says he was informed that he is the target of special counsel Jack Smith's investigation into efforts to overturn the results of the 2020 election. And Mr. Trump has until Thursday to report to the grand jury. If Jack Smith has evidence of criminality, should Donald Trump be held accountable? 
So here's the problem. Uh, this country is going down the road of criminalizing political differences. And I think that's wrong. Alvin Bragg stretched a statute in, in Manhattan to be able to try to target Donald Trump. Most people, even people on the left, acknowledge if that wasn't Trump, that case would not have likely been brought uh, against a normal civilian. And so you have a situation where the Department of Justice, FBI, uh, have been weaponized uh, against people they don't like. And the number one example of that happened to be against Donald Trump with the Russia collusion. Uh, that was not a legitimate investigation that was being done to try to drive Trump out of office. And so what I've said as president, my job is to restore a single standard of justice to end weaponization of these agencies. We're going to have a new FBI director on day one. Uh, we're going to have big changes at the Department of Justice. Americans across the political spectrum need to have confidence that what is going on is based on the rule of law, not based on what political tribe you're in. And then the second thing I would say is this country needs to have a debate about the country's future. If I'm the nominee, we'll be able to focus on President Biden's failures, and I'll be able to articulate a positive vision for the future. Uh, I don't think it serves us good to have a presidential election focused on what happened four years ago uh, in January. And so I want to focus on looking forward. I don't want to look back. I, I do not want to see him. I hope he doesn't get charged. I don't think it'll be good for the country. Uh, but at the same time, I've got to focus on looking forward, and that's what we're going to do. And with past indictments, we've seen the former president's poll numbers and fundraising numbers go up. The question is, will that continue to happen? And that's happening, of course, as this primary is playing out all across the country and in the early states, where we're seeing Governor Ron DeSantis with a bit of a summer reset for his campaign. The question around him is, can he learn and adapt on the trail and make the changes he needs to to get where he wants to go, both with fundraising and in polling? That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like the show, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.